Oh my god, George has got a festive scrunchie. I'm just gonna go get my puddings. Bear with me. I think there's a Santa hat around here somewhere. Nice. Right on, JP. Oh my god, Jonah Louis in town. Yeah, here we go. How do I? Jonah Louis a robot. Has... Oh, he's gone downstairs with his headphones on, hasn't he? He's not in the room. Oh, is that what's going on? <laughs> he's just started humming to himself and hasn't realised. <laughs> Did you also do a fart? Did I hear that? I think so. <laughs> That's great. Technical glitch. Oh, George, you look delightful. Thank you. My special Christmas scrunchie. <laughs> I haven't got it very even, I don't think. Quite the look. I've been trying to aspire for that type of top knot for years. <laughs> hey, everyone. Welcome to Midnight Runners London podcast. My name's George. I'm here with Geth. Howdy. And JP. Hello. JP, do you want to tell us why we're here? We three have gathered virtually because we find ourselves back in a predicament that means we have to connect virtually to basically bring you all the goss from MR so that you guys don't feel alone. Because I think, sadly, we're in a situation where we do need to pick our spirits up ever so slightly. We've read that. We've read the room. We know what to do. And we want to inject some positivity. I don't like using the word positive at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) There's enough of that on already, I think. Inject some positivity back into our December because, guys, it's Christmas and we need some festive frolicking fun. For sure. But this is going to be a shortened one, right? So you promised people all the MR goss. I know there's a party (laughs) last week. I don't think we'll be able to cover all of the gossip that there is. No, we can't possibly. There's been too much. But yes, this is a festive bonus episode. We just want to be able to deliver some chats. We thought we would regroup because we've got all the bands, even if we've got COVID. (laughs) As you said, George, it's a shorter version. Something of an emergency isolation podcast. We have even less structure for this than normal, right? So we don't really know what we're going to talk about. There won't be too much in the web headlines. We don't have a special guest and I haven't prepared a game. Let's see what happens in the next (laughs) however long this takes. Very much just the three of us rambling. We don't have a guest today, but we hope come the new year there might be a second series on the cards and we do have the first of our guests pre-recorded. So fingers crossed I get my act together and can sit out (laughs) ASAP. You just need to quit your job, JP. Go Start doing this full time. Doesn't pay that well. (laughs) Brilliant. I think there's quite a nice symmetry to us getting together virtually doing it now, because if memory serves, I think it's almost exactly a year ago that we were in lockdown last time. Two of us were in the UK and one of us was in Barbados. um, And that person I called to say, do you want to be part of a trial podcast? I'm pretty sure that was just before or just after Christmas, George, that I called you. Um, yeah, it was around then. Um, what a wonderful day that was. I'm very glad that I said yes, because uh, the first lockdown, well, all the lockdowns have not been easy. And it's always been nice to uh, to see some familiar faces and just be able to have a bit of a laugh. That actually segues quite nicely into maybe us discussing our highlights if we do a review of the year. I don't want to say review of the year because we're not, you know, big fat quiz of the year or anything. We're not. Quite also, awful. yeah, that goes on for like six hours, doesn't it? So <laughs> I don't want to set us up for that. It's just a 20-minute version, please. <laughs> I imagine most of the highlights are going to have been from the second half of the year, given that the first half was suboptimal, let's say. 
don't yeah. know. One of my highlights is definitely that we managed to get this produced and live, and that definitely happened in the first half of the year. That is true. And I think for me, one of the highlights more recently has been people coming up to me either on a run or before or after and sort of saying, oh, by the way, I love the podcast, which is actually really nice, especially given it was at least six months ago now, I think, that we released the last one. So the fact that people have listened and continue to sort of share praise has been really nice. So for everybody that has done that, whether that's to me, George or JP, very big thank you, because uh, it's nice to know that somebody's at the end of this ether listening in. Yeah, we had quite a few people listening in by the end of it. Yeah, how how are we charting in Singapore now? Are we still in the top <laughs> three sports and recreation podcasts, or have we dropped outside of that? I reckon we're in the number one hotspot, but I haven't checked. Yeah, well, I, I say sports and recreation. I think it was a bit more niche, wasn't it? I think it was running, running. podcasts. Yeah, in the running category. But there are a lot of running podcasts out. out there. I think we might be the only one. <laughs> how do we yeah. might be number three then? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, look, let's not give, let's not disservice ourselves. Is that the word? Disservice? Discredit? Do ourselves a disservice. Yeah, that's the, yeah. That's the word. It's in a slightly <laughs> different order. <laughs> I think servicing yourself has slightly different conversations. <laughs> I mean, Geth, me and JP are in isolation for 10 days. So you've got to pass the time somehow. Shifting gear slightly. Um, Whilst it might be difficult for both of you to share a highlight, given you're not in necessarily the most positive frame of mind right now, um, <laughs> what, what what would you say have been your best Midnight Runners moments over the last 12 months or so? For me, there was a beer run that happened a few months ago now, and I wasn't exercising. There was some reason where I couldn't take part, but I decided that I would meet up with people at... Mercato, Metropo, Metropolitano, yeah. <laughs> you let her off the hook there, George. Uh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, that place in Elephant and Castle. And I was honestly so excited to see, for the first time, so many faces. I think we had just finished the smaller mini boot camps and we're getting set and ready for large boot camps on a Tuesday to resume and there was that sort of interim where there were a few faces I had either seen on Zoom or for coffees and wonders since getting back to London and then it just felt like this beautiful group of people that I had been in contact with the whole of lockdown and just hadn't seen in real life ages. Matthew Lowe, Shell, Lorenzo, Amy and Yusuf, George was there, Kat Chavas. It was just so exciting to see people in an environment where they had clearly been running, I was excused, but I definitely drank beer with them all. And it was marvellous, wasn't it, George? I think it was one of uh, Andy Murray's initiatives, right? It was a brewery run, so we were stopping off and having beers every couple of miles. Um, so by the time we got to Mercato, we <laughs> were all <laughs> reasonably pissed, I seem to remember. <laughs> Um, and we we're all in running gear and then we turned up and you were holding a table for us and you were you know dressed to the nines ready for a big night and we were all just like sloping <laughs> in a sweaty running kit already you know what's the expression Gath you know three sheets to the wind is three that right? Three sheets to the wind yeah that's the one. Yeah so um sorry JP I could have asked you as well I'm sure that you <laughs> Do I remember this right that we listened to some very questionable music at times? I seem to remember me and Michelle getting very told off for going up to the DJ booth where they just had a laptop plugged in or something like that. We just started fiddling with wires and trying <laughs> to change the music and uh, are quite unimpressed 
uh, lady came up to us and was like, what are you doing? We're like, the music's shit. <laughs> we were just trying to change it for everyone's benefit. I heard a slightly different story about this, which was that it had been broadcast, quite rightly, as George said, as a brewery run. And JP, you hadn't really paid attention to too much of the detail. And so you'd been for a run in the morning on your own. And then and then only later kind of engaged with the conversation in the group and gone, oh, we're running. I've already been for a run. I'll see you guys later at the end. <laughs> and then didn't go to the whole the whole thing. How do you remember that? And I don't. I, I because I didn't go. I wasn't around. <laughs> I but I got told about this and I just thought it was really funny. And I was like, that is exactly the sort of thing I would expect JP to do. <laughs> That is amazing. That is right. I completely forgot about that. JP, you were this pitch. Oh, I couldn't run. You know, I was feeling sorry for you because I thought you were injured or something like that. You're just tired from your own run in the morning. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. I totally got the wrong end of the stick. I remember now because I was in training for Manchester Marathon. So I'd got on a run with Phil Conlin and with Doug. Yeah, I'd, I'd managed to do 17 miles. I had no gas left in the tank to join you guys. <laughs> what a tit. <laughs> George, what about you? What's a highlight for you? Can I give two? Sure, why not? Okay, so mine revolve around the the, the big boot camps coming back. I loved doing the mini boot camps, um, and uh, Amy and I and Alex uh, led the one in uh, Regents Park, supported at times by Dan Barger as well, taking the picks. And then one of the things that just gave me so much kind of or brought me so much joy and pleasure was then going back to the big boot camps, kind of, you know, wanting it to be the same as it was before the pandemic. And it was, the energy was exactly the same. But what was different was that you looked around and there were so many new faces there. And mm. all of these people that had discovered Midnight Runners through the mini boot camps had then kind of transitioned to going to the main one. And I was super excited to see so many of the Regents Park regulars then turn up at the uh, at the central London big boot camps when they got relaunched and you know the energy the music it was just brilliant loved it and it was just such a great thing to be back and my second highlight this is gonna be a little bit self-indulgent so I've now uh, stepped back from my role as uh, one of the organizers we've only got one representative of the Midnight Runners crew still with us here now so JP you're the last last woman standing but my last central london boot camp run uh, i made a special request that i could mc on that one and it just so happened you know i hadn't actually announced or told anyone apart from the people on crew that it was my last one but it happened to be a really really well attended one there were lots of people there and uh, i decided to go a little bit rogue with some of the exercises so i was co-planning it with uh, <laughs> Kristen, and Kristen's two stops were just you know meticulously planned sensible exercises that ran without a hitch and then my ones were just absolute chaos which was the clocks this was yeah the clock face exercise <laughs> what was that can we please actually use this time for you to explain the exercise because i never got it i don't think anyone did what was it <laughs> i mean i don't remember that well because i haven't done it since i imagine that in the time i've been away you guys haven't repeated it. Is that fair to say? <laughs> I so it's interesting because again, I wasn't at this, but I went the next week. Diabolical's probably too strong, but <laughs> not <laughs> chaotic. I think that I heard about it and people were regaling tales of, oh, if you think this is this is a nightmare, they <laughs> should have been here last week, kind of thing. The premise behind it was good. I think like everyone was in a plank position, and you had two concentric circles. 
Can yes, you, that's right. When somebody described concentric in it, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> also, one of the things that made it not go super smoothly is that I was really super excited and I wanted to be involved. So I was doing the exercise, but there wasn't really anyone, you know, in that kind of form and role overseeing what everyone was doing. So my group were having a great time. I don't think anyone else knew what they were doing. <laughs> I remember very vividly having Will Bowery, Lindsay Kelly and Katie G in my group. And we actually all just gave up and did the can-can. It was, it was, <laughs> it was a mess. Speaking of messy exercises, though, JP, I'm going to throw you under the bus now because there was one week. Was the week after. <laughs> that was the week after we did. And George obviously wasn't there, but I was. And we did probably one of the one of the worst exercises <laughs> routines I've ever seen where we were behind the tape. And again, in theory, really fun, really good team exercise. Get yourselves into groups. I was with the group, none of whom I'd ever met before. And I think we had to all plank. And then the one at the back runs to the front and then you, you plank. And then you, one at the back runs to the front. Problems with it were, well, numerous. But the main one being the fact that we all started and rather than kind of all facing exactly the same direction, people were sort of slightly facing inwards. So as soon as the, the groups go forward, it forms kind of a triangle shape. And everybody concertinas and meets in the middle after not very many yards. <laughs> people were treading on each other as they were running from back to front. It was just, I just gave up. It was, it was, it was diabolical. <laughs> it was point, there were some new people that just decided that because I then said, it's a race at the end. <laughs> no one's fault but my own. People started planking up the stairs. <laughs> my my favourite thing about it was I stopped doing it and I just looked at you and I could see you sort of like this awkward look on your face like, do I do I pull people out of it? Do I just leave them going? I'm just going to let this happen and see how it ends up. Sorry, this comes down to common sense, not my <laughs> Pick your body up and go off in a different direction. <laughs> I do love a rogue exercise. There have been some good routines, though, this year. I have to say, like, the squid game one. I, a red light, green light, right? Like, we've done that a few times now. That's really good. Slightly disconcerting, I think, for the passers-by who have seen it on the TV that can just kind of hear this music going, like, where have I heard that before? Oh, my God. Okay. The exercise has kind of been your only highlight, Gethin. I'm hoping there's another couple of boxes to take there. Definitely. I mean, George mentioned the first run back which has definitely got to be up there as a big one I sensed certainly from my perspective I don't know if you guys felt this too but sort of a slight apprehension kind of going back to the main Tuesday after such a long time like over a year right it was about 15 months and kind of thinking oh is it going to be the same again will it be a bit flat will it still be as fun that nervousness dissipated very quickly as soon as you got into the warm-up, kind of looking around, as you say, seeing old faces that you haven't seen for over a year, but also seeing so many new faces. And that actually is not something I'd really thought about beforehand. As you said, George, a lot of people joined through the mini boot camps. I thought it was really nice to have that blend of new people, but also old faces as well. And the fact that people are still coming along for the first time, you know, even now shows that it's still going strong. But the main thing I remember about that run as well, George, was you introducing both me and JP to your friend, Rachel, who was getting married, I think, that weekend and had never been to Midnight Runners, right? Because you met her in Barbados. That's right. Yeah, she'd come to one of the or a couple of the mini boot camps in Regions Park, but she'd listened to the podcast. You introduced her to us and she found that really odd because 
she'd heard our voices but never seen our faces or seen us in real life. No one's mentioned the party run yet. Is that going to be your next highlight? No, but it just surprises me. I thought we were keeping it to one or two. And I honestly thought the all for one party might come up just because we had two dinosaurs, a couple of 30th birthdays, Father Christmas and Jeff Bezos. Like there were loads of people there. <laughs> yeah. It was actually really nice looking around that huge circle and trying to identify what everyone was. Obviously, it's uh, tinged with a little bit of sadness that these are all the events that we've missed. But it was still nice to you know look around and think okay well now is the opportunity to celebrate all of these things that we missed out on and it felt like that event was just the culmination of months and months and months of kind of landmarks in 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 our lives also as you said Yusuf and Ben again going as dinosaurs the interesting thing about that was obviously you know how sweaty it is for them in that outfit especially given that it was in sort of the back end of the summer still but the fact that obviously it takes them longer to run in that outfit because it's very cumbersome but it was interesting I was chatting to I think Yusuf after and I was saying oh you know saw how long it took you to get between the stops he was like yeah to be honest though most of that was because people wanted to stop and take selfies with us not because it was really difficult to run in (laughs) it didn't help either that I was sweeping that evening and navigated them towards the camera dungeon (laughs) (laughs) I've said that's why it took them longer we we actually did an extra mile (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you guys got completely lost, didn't you? Like, where, where are they? Anyone... It looked so suspect because I was running around in my 30th helium balloons. So people just, people just thought I was out celebrating my 30th birthday with two dinosaurs. <laughs> the whole time we just thought we were behind this massive crowd. And it wasn't. It was just Dan Barger, a couple of dinosaurs, Jesse Lewis and I. And people must have thought I just hired a professional photographer to go <laughs> up and down the river with a couple of dinosaurs. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, have you got any more highlights from this year? Uh, yeah, one or two. So one, one was on a Sunday long run, kind of an impromptu and unexpected highlight, to be honest. So it was a trail run in Guildford, which I think Trina and Dan were leading. And I think about a third of the way through, Alice was like, oh, there's a gin distillery down the bottom of this hill. Should we change the route? I was like, oh, that sounds that sounds good. And she'd managed to persuade everybody that it was a good idea to 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 run down and go to uh, Silent Pool Gin Distillery, which, um, if you've not been there before, is wonderful and is right in the middle of the North Downs and is definitely worth taking a detour on a trail run if you're in the nearby area. I think every single person on that run, which was probably 20 people, had a can of gin and tonic got a nice group picture there and then carried on on our on our merry way halfway through the route that's like the most midnight runners thing ever maybe we need to do that maybe as a sunday long run in 2022 we do run to silent pool distillery we tag them and then they listen to this podcast and they start sponsoring this podcast and we get free gin a final highlight of mine if i've got time go on we're on to the second recording so it looks like Again, another Sunday long run for one of my my final events uh, when I was helping to organise them was uh, was to take everyone finally back to uh, Harpen in the town where I grew up and where I spent uh, the first lockdown. I went back to to stay at my mum's. Um, and so when we were allowed out for our one exercise a day, I spent that time uh, running around the area. And I hadn't really done that a lot before because when I was growing up and lived there when I was a teenager, I didn't run. 
So I hadn't been to a bunch of these different places, all the context aside, but it was nice to go and discover all of these places so close to where I grew up that I didn't even really realise were there. And it was nice to kind of take people back there so they could kind of enjoy the stuff that I had been surrounded by when I was growing up. A nice trip down memory lane. Exactly. Get to point out to everyone all of the local landmarks. Here's where I went to school. Here's where I had my first kiss. (laughs) Here's where I crashed my car. (laughs) None of those things On trail. Uh... (laughs) I understand what you're saying. It's lovely to be able to share your experience of things with newfound friends. That particular story and the gin one, I guess, that shows this is very much like a personal set of highlights, right? And everybody that's listening and everybody that's in the community more widely will have their own from the year. And I do think it's amazing, really, how much we've still been able to squeeze into a curtailed year and that sort of thing, you know, worth looking back and thinking about those memories because we've shared a few personal ones here, but everybody's going to have their own highlights. And that's it, exactly as you've just mentioned. I think what we've forgotten to say is races did get back in the diary and people have completed marathons and half marathons and trail races, 10Ks, park run was back up and running for a period of time. There has been a lot that has happened in the short span of time where we have been able to enjoy some level of freedom. And I don't think that should be knocked. I think particularly as we are edging towards more uncertain times again, it's always good to reflect and look back and think about what you have achieved. 100%. It is worth saying we know a lot of people for one reason or another are currently in isolation. Stay strong. Hopefully it'll be over soon. You know, if you have symptoms, then stay well, um, take it easy and fingers crossed we'll be able to reconvene in the not too distant future. And use us, use the community, new members, old members alike. We are all there for one another. If you are in an unfortunate situation where you didn't quite preempt what would happen this festive season, slide into the Midnight Runners London DMs. Chat to <laughs> we're here. Yeah, yeah, I knew you were going to shoehorn the expression slide into DMs in the podcast. Well, somehow, well, you say it a different way then. I'm, <laughs> I'm just well, trying we, to be heartfelt over I think here. We do, have, we do have an email address, which I'm pretty sure you haven't checked in the last <laughs> nine months, JP. <laughs> yeah, send us an email, um, chaps. Midnightrunnerspodcast at gmail.com. I mean, that is, you now do need to check that because if someone reaches out and like, I'm just having a really rough time this Christmas and then it just goes unreplied to. That's not the vibe you want to be sending out, JP. No, we're just basically trying to say that we're here, we're listening and lots of us are in that situation. I think also the, the recently rebranded uh, Facebook group, the Midnight Runners Community Zone, if people are not in that yet, send a request to join. And if you've been to a couple of Midnight Runners events, then you'll be accepted. We've got Midnight Runners members all around London. And one of the great things about Midnight Runners members is they love being outside. So if you are shut in for whatever reason, then drop a message in there. Say, is anyone around the Clapham area, around the North London area, something like that, wouldn't mind picking up a couple of pints of milk and a bottle of vodka for me. Then I'm sure that people will be willing to do it and they can leave it on your doorstep. On that note, should we wrap up, JP? We probably should. And I like the pun intended there, I hope. Wrap up. Are you planning to wrap up your presence or just the podcast? Oh, festive cheer for all to hear. Oh, God. (laughs) I think it's definitely time to call it. I think, yeah, it's time to go. (laughs) (laughs) Merry Christmas, everybody. And roll on 2022 when all of this will be a thing of the past. Exactly. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. Bye. Bye.